Hello everyone, this is Live Love Lux, Manifesting the Life Unlimited. I'm Nicole. So today um it's a Tuesday and I usually record on Monday. But in knowing myself yesterday was a particularly uh, stacked day and by the time it got to eleven, uh my main responsibilities, that being my children, were still up, and I was not prepared for a show. So I made the executive decision, because I can do that, because this is my show. <laughs> I made the executive decision to move the show to Tuesday, temporarily. Well, just for today. So um, without further ado, we're going to talk a little bit about relationships, but it's going to be from a different angle. Now, a lot of times I go throughout my daily life, I get signs, symbols, illuminations, revelations, what have you, because I'm looking for them. And, you know, if you're looking for something, you're going to find it. Seek and you shall find, right? That's, that's universal. So I'm always looking for a greater, more in-depth meaning to things. And I always find it. I always get exactly what I'm looking for. That's one of my affirmations, by the way. <laughs> uh, you know, I get exactly what I want. So, you know, it happens. And I'm happy to say that I have been seeing uh, ideas about um, opposites attract and like attracts like. And I've also been seeing things about yin and yang. And, you know, it's been coming up repeatedly in my in my worldview so when that happens i pay attention what does that mean um so let me let me let's start with a story well let me introduce myself i'm nicole certified law of attraction uh coach life coach and just a good all-around person <laughs> and uh this is my show live love lux and my goal my intention is to provide you with information so you can manifest the life unlimited the life unlimited is the life that you always wanted create your your life that you always wanted have the things that you always wanted using so that is my intention um so how i do that is through life coaching and podcasting and i write and i blog and i share content and i share information and if you're joining me welcome welcome so let's talk about the two in our in we hear a lot of things, right? We hear a lot of things about, you know, sayings, aphorisms, um, things that people just repeat. It, it's just stuck in our memory. And we hear things like like attracts like. So what does that mean? Because then we also hear opposites attract, which seems to contradict that. So I was doing a little research on both sayings and I will start off. Oh, you know, this is going to relate to relationships and manifesting a relationship that you desire. Um, so let's start off with the first saying, which is opposites attract. Now, it, from what I can tell and even my own belief, opposites don't necessarily attract if you think about it. Um, now you've, you've, you've may have even been in a relationship like this and you've, I'm sure you've seen them where somebody seems like 
culturally or class-wise um, or status-wise, they are with someone who doesn't seem to um, resonate on the same energy vibration that the other person. And you find yourself scratching and said, why is he with her? Why is she with him? Well, in those cases, usually, even though they seem like opposites, they aren't. So if you follow manifesting and the law of attraction, you realize that everything is energy. I mean, you don't even actually have to follow that to believe that, to know that, to see that. We're energy beings. We live in a energy exchange world. Energy shows up in different forms, but ultimately we are the same. We are made up of the same molecules, atoms, what have you. Okay. When we're with someone, when we when we see someone, when we're attracted to someone, we are most likely attracted to qualities within them that mirror or ref mirror something within us. And usually those are also the things that we tend to argue with about that with that person. You know, so like I had a person I was just who's very arrogant, but uh, I was only it only ticked me off because it was something that I seen within myself that maybe I didn't necessarily like or something that I wanted to change about myself. But that's actually what attracted me to that person. We matched on an arrogance level. You know, I met my match, obviously, <laughs> but that's how it happens. So it's not even that people are opposites, because if you think about it, um, you know, there has to be something that people are on the same footing with. You know, sometimes, you know, I've met people and I've talked to people, I've seen relationships where, like I said, they don't have, people don't have the same interest. They don't have the same desires. They seem to be going in opposite directions, but it works because of what we don't necessarily see, which is where they, where they match, where they attract, where they're similar, um, you know, it's invisible to the rest of us. It's none of our business. It's our relationship. So whatever, you know what I mean? But we don't see that. We just see the outward appearance. Okay. So I, when we talk about opposites attract, that concept actually comes from yin and yang. So yin and yang, and don't get me to lying because I will lie to you and I will make up something really grand to explain. <laughs> so, um, Okay, so yin and yang works like this. Yin is, if you know the symbol, the black and white um, kind of concentric, it's not even a concentric circle, but reminds me of like a paisley <laughs> going in together, right? Ancient symbol. But each of us has yin and yang within us. We sometimes, uh, we might identify with different aspects. Um, of yin and yang but when you think of the concept opposites of track it's talking about that principle okay and let's see so this is how it works okay so let's see it says yin and yang i'm reading from uh, yin and yang thus are always opposite and equal qualities um so you don't want to draw lines on gender because it doesn't really matter based on gender. You know, um, typically women are 
identified or feminine energy is identified as yin energy and masculine energy is identified as yang energy. But those things can be interchangeable regardless of your, you know, what you what your gender is or how you present or how you um, project yourself. So let's see. At its heart are the two poles of existence, okay, which are opposite but complementary. The light white yang moves up, blends into the dark black yin moving down. Yin and yang are dependent, opposing forces that flow in a natural cycle, always seeking balance. Though they are opposing, they are not in opposition to one another. As part of the Tao, they are merely two aspects of a single reality, which contains the seed of the other, which is why we see a black spot in the yin and a white yang and vice versa. They do not merely replace each other, but actually become each other throughout the constant flow of the universe. Now it's from Wikipedia. Okay. So how does this work when we're talking about manifesting in the law of attraction and the added layer of relationships? So, okay, there's two assumptions because when a, when a person contacts me and they want assistance with a relationship, uh, I actually get a lot of people who have never manifested before. Um, who've never heard of the law of attraction or never really researched it in depth. So there's a lot that has to be conveyed. So what I decided to do is kind of create a beginning course um, for people just to get everybody on the same page at when they before we work together, because it doesn't make sense trying to explain these concepts to people when they don't know the basics of the law of attraction or the basics of manifestation. It's very important to have that ground, that ground floor, that, you know, that foundation of understanding what I'm even talking about, especially if you want to manifest something and you don't know. So if you're listening to this, I have podcasts. I have about 75 podcasts and there I've got at least 10 of them that talk about what the basics of manifestation are. So I suggest you listen to them because I'm going to talk about it as if you already know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, uh, so how this works is this. Uh, you have a desire. We all have every one of us has desires. It doesn't matter what they are, how they present. It is what it is. And then that you go through this process. The process is basically a way to convey your desire to the subconscious in a way that the subconscious can then. I guess the right way would be to bring those things into your 3D reality. Your subconscious is your God particle. It's your it's you're a God. You are the God of your reality, the God of your world, whatever you're thinking of, you're manifesting, good or bad. And that's what a lot of people don't realize. You know, they think that the law of attraction and manifestation is a system where they they can kind of just go. It's like going to the gym. You know, I'm going to do this three times a week and then I'm going to have the life of my dreams. It doesn't really work that way. How it works is you incorporate well, you don't, you manifest regardless every day, all day. You have been doing it your whole life. It's not something that you actually have to learn. It's something that you have to become consciously aware of. So it's not, it, many times we learn things like phrases like, 
opposites attract and like attract likes, but we don't have a context for what those statements actually mean and how they apply to our 3D reality or don't apply depending on what you believe in. Because here's the other thing, you could create a reality where opposites attract if that's what you so if you want to attract somebody you would call your opposite or the person that you are in love with your specific person or the person that you want to attract is somebody that you would consider your opposite you could say those rules don't necessarily apply to me to an extent because we do have laws that govern the creation but a lot of things that we think our laws or rules of our reality are actually self-imposed rules. So like, for example, I'm trying to think of a one that I had to get rid of. Oh, for example, this is, this is probably one of the um, hard, well, not hardest. This is probably one of the most common things that people believe. For example, in order to be successful, you have to work hard common misconception, common misconception. And I know whoever is still like believing that is like, what are you talking about? That is the, that's the truth. That's the book. That's the truth, right? Mm -mm. No. So that is a self-imposed limitation that you put on yourself. Uh, to be successful, you don't necessarily have to work hard. Um, it helps if that's all you have to go on, but there are tons of people who are coming up, either living their passions, so whatever they're doing is, e uh, is easy and enjoyable for them, they're either doing that, or they are um, coming up with different ways to lighten the work, lighten the mental work with the use of computers, lighten the physical work with the use of, uh, you know, robotics and technology. And then there are some people that just know how to work a system. I, I, I can't tell you how many people I've known throughout my life that their gift is finding a loophole. <laughs> that is their gift and they are successful with it. Um, I mean, we have our, I mean, if we really, really think about it, our whole society admires people who can format a workaround, right? I mean, that's innovation, coming up with a workaround. Okay, we don't want to work 12 hours in a factory. Let's come up with a workaround so that we only have to work six hours or we don't have to want to work as hard on something. So let's come up with a workaround. You know, humans are the masters of the workaround. So if you still believe that you have to work hard in order to be successful, well, guess who that hurts the most? That would be you because everything in your life is going to have to be under the under that rule of working hard. And if you don't work hard at something, you can't be successful. That's your belief. And that's what's going to manifest in your reality. You're always going to manifest what you believe. You know, even though you might have dreams and fantasies of winning the lottery or, you know, a windfall from a, a you know fortune from um, you know a deceased relative or whatever finding a sack of money on the side of the road you might have fantasies about having that type of reality but your own belief system won't allow any of that to come into being because you don't believe in it so foundationally even when we're talking about relationships and we're talking about like attracts like and we're talking about opposites attract you know, if you believe the opposites attract, that's what's going to manifest in your reality. If you don't believe it, 
That's what's going to manifest in your reality. You are the one who creates it. Sometimes we don't recognize or understand where exactly our beliefs come from. Um, you know, we come into, we're taught from our community and our family about how to live and how to operate in this world. And a lot of times, you know, we spend a good part of our adult life unraveling the mystery of our limiting beliefs. Um, I think the joy or the, the optimism of manifestation is that you can't really mess it up because it's something that's always been operating in your reality. You just didn't realize how it was operating. And the funniest thing is when you see people who are able to manifest, you know, in ways that they that they like actually create their realities and they have no knowledge of the law of attraction and manifestation and it's so you know it's amazing to see that at work because then you know that it's a it's a natural principle it's something that we're naturally guided to do um a lot of times we get in our own way and it's as far as me person my personal work on myself that's where i'm i am learning lot of you know better ways to not get in my own way of manifesting because it's so simple i mean it's so simple to get in your own way so let's go to the relationship aspect of this because i really think this is important because there's a lot of people who are miserable and you know there's a lot of people who want love you know who wants who doesn't want love who doesn't want a companion who doesn't want a relationship who doesn't want that special person Here's the thing, okay? We're always looking outside of ourselves for to be filled. You know, think about why you want to be in a relationship. You know, maybe it's physical, right? You, you you're feeling a certain way and you want to fill that gap, fill that void, right? Because we're all humans here, most of us, right? And we have needs and desires, so maybe that's part of it, right? But even still. You know, one might question and say, even though that's a natural physical, it's like eating to some people, but to some people it's not. It's a it's a mental construct that you create for yourself that you need to have this physical intimacy or you need to have things like that. You can undo that. You can lessen the importance of it. But let's not do that because that's not where we're going with this. What I'm trying to say to you is for whatever reason that you have for wanting to be with someone or wanting to have a relationship, or wanting to date, or to have sex, or whatever it is, for whatever reason that is, um, there is something, that feeling, that that emotion, you're trying to create that, but you're trying to do it externally. And the key to manifestation, the law of attraction, is to do it internally. That's the key. Once you turn that key and you open that door and you walk through and you have that realization that you must create your own love for yourself before you can have someone love you. Uh, once you create that, once you understand that, it gets a lot easier manifesting your reality. You know, it's not so serious. It's not so I'm going to die an old maid. You know, it's a, it's an understanding that a lot of our needs and desires come from us trying to fill them with external things. Okay, so I want to be rich. Do I really want to be rich or do I want to be secure? Okay, I want love. Do I really want love or do I really want um, 
love, <laughs> right? The, the truth of the matter is, is that it all starts within, okay? Now that's pat and cliche, I know, and I hate hearing it because when you're in a particular place, that's the last thing that you want to hear. That's the last thing that you want to focus on. Oh, we, I, I need to generate the love inside of me before I can have it outside of me. I know, but it's the truth. And it's just something that you have to learn to accept. And, you know, I've fought a lot of things, a lot of understandings, levels of understandings about how the world works until I started just seeing how it worked and just started having you know, some faith in myself and faith that this works and faith in the process and faith in the idea that we can't all be created here to just be miserable and just to have wants and desires, but never have them filled, never have them realized or only have them realized in certain contexts and certain situations, you know. So in relationships, it's so important that you believe that you're worthy of love, that you believe that you deserve love, that you believe that you deserve to have the type of love, the type of lover, the type of relationship, the type of person in your life that you want. You see, because we don't believe that a lot of times. We're taught that we're not worthy, that we put people on pedestals. And, you know, how can you love something when you're beneath it? You know, you can't, you can't love something when you're beneath it. You have to be on equal footing. You have to deserve what you're going after. You have to uh, see your own value and worth. So this is where the concept I talk about, I'm probably going to talk about this every time, where everyone is you pushed out comes in. Everyone is you pushed out is this concept where you're, you are creating the perception, you're creating the world and you're pushing your perception, your thoughts, your beliefs out. And everybody in your reality is picking up on that and acting accordingly. So if you don't value and love yourself, and I mean, when I say love yourself, like really hold yourself in the highest regard, um, nobody else is either. What you're going to get is, and this is the fun part, is a series of manifest partial manifestations of people that love certain aspects. So, for example... Let's say you think you're a fox physically, right? Your body is gorgeous. You know, whatever it is or it isn't, you see it that way. But maybe you don't think you're very smart, okay? Or maybe you don't think that, you know, you don't think that you're refined or polished enough, right? So what do you think you're going to attract? You're going to attract a person who physically thinks you are awesome, wants to be with you all the time, wants to, um, you know, just look at you and admire you, but might talk down to you or might treat you like dirt because they see you the way you see you. (laughs) So it's like, so it doesn't, it's not that it's not working. It's working exactly how it's supposed to. Let's take the opposite. Let's say, let's say that you, um, hate your body and you you know maybe you're overweight maybe you're underweight maybe you don't you got a small chest maybe you got a large chest maybe you got a big butt maybe you got a little butt whatever whatever it is you don't like it and it's yours and you own it but you don't really like it you hate it you wish you could change it but you're a genius you got a high iq 
you have a sparkling personality um, and, you know, you can command a room with your wit and wisdom, right? So what kind of people do you think you're going to attract? You might attract people who see you as this bright shining light, but aren't attracted to you physically, right? You know, so you got tons of friends, but no boyfriends, no girlfriends, right? Because everybody thinks you're the best person ever because personality wise you are and you feel that yourself, but physically, eh, I don't really want to go to bed with you like that. You know, that happens, but guess what? You set that, you set that, you set it up that way because of how you see your body. So I don't care what kind of changes you might want to make to yourself physically, educationally, what have you. It doesn't matter. Okay. The other concept that you kind of have to get in line with is that no matter how you show up, you're perfect. Okay. You don't have to change a thing about yourself unless you want to. Again, it goes to this hard work and success concept. If you want to put the hard work into changing who you are, or if you like who you are, then be who you are, accept who you are, you know, don't live by anybody's, again, this is your perception, but don't live by anybody else's rules of what you're supposed to look like, how you're supposed to think, how you're supposed to sound, how smart or dumb you're supposed to be, whatever. Don't live by those rules. They don't exist. You created those rules for your reality. And now you are killing yourself with your own rules. So wherever you fall, you know, I mean, shoot, I mean, I'm not going to um, mince words. I have things that I want to change about myself. I, you know, I have things that I pay for to get done. I get my hair done. I get my eyebrows done. You know, there's things that I have a certain look that I want to maintain. Right. But that's my journey. That brings me joy. Right. So am I saying that I'm not perfect because my eyebrows aren't done? Am I saying that? I don't like myself if my hair isn't done. If I if I if I gain weight or lose weight, am I saying I hate my myself? Mm-mm. I think I'm the most gorgeous person ever. Can't tell me nothing. Okay, so I don't care what you think about my body because I know I'm awesome, right? I don't care what you think about my education or my class or my race or any of those things because I'm gorgeous. I'm wonderfully made. I'm smart, whatever. These are the things that I tell myself. These are the things I believe about myself because it starts as a telling and then it moves into a knowing. Because then you, the more that you tell yourself, the more that your subconscious starts to really believe it. And the more you start to attract experiences that support those beliefs, then those beliefs become a knowing. And now you are a rock and sock and creating machine. Okay. So in a relationship, you have to be in a relationship with you. Again, sorry, it's Pat, sorry, it's cliche. So I'm so sorry for that, but it's the truth. So you have to build, it's hard. It's hard if you've just gotten broken up with, or if you haven't been in a relationship in a long time and you think you're lonely, it's hard. You know, you have to trick yourself. And that's what rituals and habits are for. Rituals and habits serve no purpose other than to trick your mind into believing whatever you want it to believe. So like, for example, you know, you go to the gym. Okay, it's great if you go to the gym seven days a week. But really, the gym is a physical representation of 
providing a secure idea for yourself of, okay, I go to the gym, I'm healthy. So I know there's people who go to the gym and are completely unhealthy. They have a heart attack the next week. It's That's not it, right? It's what you believe and you're using the gym as a crutch to support your belief that you're healthy. It doesn't matter. Only that you believe that you're healthy. Whatever you got to do, if you enjoy it, that makes it even better. So the other thing is, like, for example, people go on diets and they eat, okay? You do that in order to convince yourself that you are healthy. But it's also a form of taking care of yourself and showing yourself attention and love, right? Anything, any habit, any ritual that you do should be something that you enjoy, something that tells yourself that you love yourself, shows yourself that you love yourself. So, for example, you know, um, I wasn't getting my hair done on a regular basis and I wasn't getting my eyebrows done on a regular basis. It was me. You know, I was doing it myself, you know, trying to save an extra buck, whatever. Right. Until I went maybe, I don't know, a couple of weeks and I looked in the mirror and I was like, who is that Sasquatch with her hair all over her head? Who is she? I don't recognize her. That's not me. Right. And I just stop and look at myself and say, I don't like that. That person, that reflection doesn't make me feel good. But I know I can easily change it. So I made an appointment to get my hair done. You know, the unveiling, the spin your chair around, you look in the mirror and it's like, I was like, there she is. She's back. Right. Because having my hair look a certain way makes me feel good. Right. We all got our little things. I mean, there's some people who don't go a, a day without a manicure. They make sure their nails are always done. It just makes them feel good. But the important thing is that that ritual should make you feel good. It should make you feel like crap. It should make you feel awesome. It should make you feel great. Okay. But also knowing, and this is the most important thing, that the ritual and the habits are just that. They aren't the real thing. The real thing is how you feel inside about who you are and what you are. You using those to help you, but you already have to have it within. So even when I was looking at myself and I said, there's there goes Sasquatch, I still love me. I still appreciated me. I still think I'm beautiful regardless of my hair is all over my head or it's straightened and it's sleek and, you know, it looks gorgeous, right? The point is, is that I have to have that love within me. So what's something that you guys have noticed about love and relationships? You always find them when you're at your best. Very rarely. I mean, you know, I've had the gamuts, but very rarely, most times when I have stumbled into a relationship, I've always been at the top of my game, living my best life, hope starting businesses, you know, doing things that um, I've always wanted to do on my bucket list. Um, just living life, feeling good, jobs, whatever, you know, got money in the bank, always. And then somebody waltzes into my life, right? Very rarely when you're lonely and you're curled up on your bed listening to like Sarah McLaughlin, dated reference, but anyway, but I do listen to Sarah McLaughlin. But, you know, you're laying on your bed listening to Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> you're not meeting anybody those days. You're not, you're not meeting anybody. You're, you're just not right because why you're in such a bad state you're in such a bad state you couldn't possibly meet your own self 
let alone anybody who's going to love you. And if you do, you really need to look at that relationship <laughs> because anybody you meet at your worst, you have to imagine with everyone as you pushed out, what does that person really represent? What are they really thinking? How do they really see you? What are you seeing within them that is reflecting back to you who you are and what you are? Very important. Okay. So, um, loving yourself, key, finding ways to love yourself amidst all the things that tell you not to love yourself, tell you that you're not worthy and you don't deserve things. You do. Now, I want to talk about specific people. And there's a lot of information about how to manifest a specific person. So I'm, I am black and white when it comes to the law of attraction. I believe that you can be, do, or have whatever you want. Um, and from that basis, that's where I coach from. That's where I speak from. Because I don't think it can be any other way and be considered a law of the universe or an, a foundation of reality if it doesn't work black and white. The sun always has to come up. The moon comes, you know, the moon goes through its cycles. Bad example, but the sun, oh, you, you're always going to see the sun. The day we don't see the sun, we're not going to see it anyway because we're not going to exist, right? So if the law of attraction and manifesting is this type of a concept, that it has to work in all situations. There can be no, uh, I'm not going to use that term. There can be no monkey's paw. That's, this is my favorite term, monkey's paw. I hate belief systems, religions, spirituality that has monkey's paw. Okay. What's the monkey's paw? One of, glad you asked. One of my favorite stories. The monkey's paw is from culture. Uh, God can't tell you which one that catches monkeys, so it's probably, you know, South Pacific, somewhere, Africa, something like that, and they make this contraption. They stick some bananas in it. The concept is that the monkey's gonna go after the, the fruit, he's gonna stick his hand in there, and he's gonna get stuck, and he's gonna get caught. And the only way for him to get unstuck is for him to let go of the fruit. But darn, darn it, he really wants that fruit, so why would he do that? So he ends up getting caught because he won't let go of the fruit. And I find that there's, you know, some systems and ideas where it's a monkey's paw, where it's like, okay, um, I can only have what I want, but I got to sacrifice my freedom, or I got I can have freedom, but I can't have what I want. I don't believe in that. It doesn't make sense. It seems like a cool, a cool way to live, a cool way to exist, if that's your only options freedom versus having what you want or vice versa, right? So in that consideration, in that ideology, you have to be able to manifest whatever you want. It, you just have to. And if you can't, then it doesn't work. But usually it doesn't work because you don't work. <laughs> Something within you is not working. And I don't mean that in a bad sense. I mean that in a learned sense. We learn a lot of bad habits and a lot of uh, bad rituals, self-fulfilling prophecies. We talk negatively to ourselves. You know, we treat ourselves worse than we treat our, we, we treat our worst enemy. And then we expect to be able to manifest the world. Well, how can you do that? You're only going to manifest more of what you're already believing, what you're already living. And that's what people, <clears throat> I think the biggest stretch I have with my clients is, Hey, you can make this stretch. I know that your 3D reality is appearing this way, 
But if you just stop yourself and start unraveling the onion a bit, you can have what you want. You can understand what you desire. You can understand how it's going to come to you. And that's the other thing, too. And trying to manifest a specific person and manifest a relationship. We, there's a lot of stuff where we want to know how it's going to come. It's like, okay, <laughs> we're, we're all story writers. And that is very true. And that's a, an apt way to look at the situation. But we all want to sit here and say, okay, I'm going to manifest my specific person. And this is how it's going to happen. Now, part of that is living from the end. If you're living from the end of being in a committed relationship, being married to the person, or if you're just saying, you know what, let's just go on a date, <laughs> what have you. If you're living from that end, a lot of times we want to imagine everything. Now, see, my thing is anything uh, you resist persists. Another one of those perfect things. And if you feel so inclined that you have to make a visualization and imagine every step of the way of how things are going to manifest, you go ahead and do it. Get it out of your system. Okay, because once you get it out of your system, then you can then you'll feel relief. Okay, but if you think that you have to understand that the more visual uh, data, the more details that you provide as things that have to be in in your manifestation, then you limit the path of least resistance. So, for example, let's say. Let's say you see you somebody you work with and you want to manifest them into your life as a lover, as a, you know, part. You don't know them. So don't think of marriage because you might get to know them and say, Ugh, I don't like you. But let's just say you want to manifest a date with this person, some sort of connection with them. And so then you start creating your your visualization and it's like, OK, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to open the elevator. Olive Ray's anatomy, right? And he's going to be there. I'm going to walk in. He's going to look at me. He's going to say, hey, Nikki, I like your outfit. And you're going to say, oh, this old thing. And then he's going to say, you know, I got tickets to the Hootie and the Blowfish concert, whatever. I <laughs> I got tickets. And, um, you know, I was thinking that you might want to go with me. And we're like, who, me? I didn't even think that you noticed me. Oh, I'm noticing. You're thinking of the dialogue, corny as you want to be, the cornier the better. And this is the setup. So then you go to work the next day, you open the elevator, and he's not there. Now what? You're like, okay, maybe the next day. You know, and on top of things, on top of things, on top of things. And you wanted to manifest, then you get disappointed. Then you say, law of attraction doesn't work. Here's what doesn't work. Let's say... You have this visualization, this idea, right? But let's say you're sitting at your desk and you get an email from your supervisor and manager and they say, hey, I need two people to work on this project. How about you work on your crush, the person that you're eyeing? Wasn't that a lot easier than the whole elevator scene? And it just happened like that, right? And meanwhile, you know, you're missing out on different things because you're hoping waiting for this particular way for it to manifest when it could have manifested easier better so I like to leave some details out I like to leave some things to you know to the beauty of life and you know uh, what they call um, bridge of events bridge of incidences sorry I call it bridge of events but 
the technical term is bridge of incidents. I like to leave some things up to surprise because that's what makes life wonderful. Like how many times have you, I mean, we can, there's some people who are super anal and they plan out every little thing and that's fine and dandy. That makes them feel secure. But what is it when you wake up in the morning, you go check your email and you got a deposit for a thousand dollars and it's like, hmm, that's cool. I'll take it. And it's totally unexpected. You don't know where it's coming from. You don't know why, how it got there. You didn't investigate it, but you just seen that it happened and you didn't plan it at all. But what you did plan was I meant I attract money from all different sources. I'm always attracting money. Uh, um, I attract opportunities. Money comes to me from all different streams. You know, if that's your manifestation, if that's your intentions and your affirmations, then that allows for something magical to happen. That allows for something unexpected. But if your manifestation, your intention is, I intend, you know, I affirm, I, I get a bonus at work in October. Well, that is one stream. And yeah, it's, it could happen, you know, or it couldn't. You really don't leave much room for anything else to happen for yourself. So, okay. Opposites attract or like attract like? What do you think? What did we, what did we break down? Opposites do attract, but it's talking about yin and yang energy, which is within all of us. We all have a little bit of yin. We all have a little bit of yang. And yin has yang energy. Yang has yin energy. This is balance, okay? Like attracts like. Law of attraction, foundational principle. You have to be what you want to attract. You have to already be at that level. Like, for example, I walk around like I got billions in my bank account. Why? Because that's what I would like to attract. (laughs) So um, I have billions in my bank account. You know, I have resources. I have abundance. What does that mean? That means my behavior has to has to be according to that. So, you know, for example, if I see something I really like, I buy it. Why? Because if I got billions in my bank account, there's nothing stopping me from buying it. Now, also, my affirmations are. My businesses are successful. You know, uh, people want to buy my products. People buy my products. I sell out of products, you know. Um, So I have these affirmations, too. And for example, for my business, you know, if there's something that's going to help that pops into my into my vision, you know, my visual, um, I get an email or I discover something. Well, then I get on it because that's going to help my business. That's going to help my stream of income. That's going to help. Um, that's going to help me get to the goals that I want to have. So that's how I, my worldview is when it comes to like attracts like. You already have to be what you want. You already have to, you already have to resonate on this level where, you know, I'm gorgeous. Okay, maybe you don't feel gorgeous, but you have to see something that you like about yourself. Um, Fall in love with yourself. If you want somebody to fall in love with you, you got to be able to fall in love with yourself. It's very important. Very, very important. So that's pretty much the show. That's my uh, 
my viewpoints on those things. I'm going to just kind of check my notes just to make sure I covered everything, right? Um, yes, I did. <laughs> I've got like three things written down on a piece of paper. Did I cover everything? Yes, I did. So thank you for joining me. I'm Nicole. I'm on pretty much all, um, all uh, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Tumblr. Okay, not everything, but I'm on the good ones, right? <laughs> no, I'm on the ones that I can operate. So, um, so you can reach out to me, live, love, lux. That's, that is, you can find, just type that in. I will pop up in some form or fashion. I also have a website, liveloveluxe.com. That's L-I-V-L-U-V-L-U-X.com. So you can reach out to me there. Um, not to, I'm not taking any coaching clients right now. Um, because I'm working on something extraordinary and I'm really excited about it. And, um, that's coming. I'm thinking it may come sooner than later. I'm thinking turn of the year, like January, but it's really, it's really going to be good and awesome. And so that's why I'm taking a step back from coaching, but I do answer questions. If you got questions, I'd be happy to answer them. You can just uh, reach out to me on my website or reach out to me on social media. I'm on most podcasting platforms. You can find me, Live Love Lux. That's all you got to search for. And I am there. So thank you for joining me. Those of you who popped in, those of you who are listening uh, listening to it as a podcast, thank you very much. I appreciate all your support, your likes. I don't have a subscription I don't have any of those things. So if you like me, that's awesome right about now. (laughs) But I appreciate any support I get from anybody, anybody who listens. I really support you. Thank you. I hope that I've said something of value to you that helps you with your journey to manifest the life unlimited.